Hello? Hello? Oh, hey, it's me, Troy J. Malcolm, the DM of Season Quest Cosmos. I'm back from my little, uh, vacation slash abduction, and I'm ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons with Charlie, Lucy, and Tom, who are all about to join me for this rather exciting episode. Tune in and enjoy. As Spriggs gently removes the locket from my hand, I am now just looking into my empty hand and a, a sort of sparkle of an idea sheens in my eyes. And I, I remember Sister Mary telling me about how our life are, is spelled out in the lines of our hands. And I, I look to you, Chef, and I'm like, if it's all right with ye, I'd like to borrow that transporter. What do you want to do? I'm about to find some answers. Is it a good idea to do it alone? No. Do you have any choice? No. Well, I'll see you when you come back. And I give him a right. transporter. I adjust it to where I believe the ship is. Yep, and... which you can do, uh, having uh, navigation skills of a seaworthy pirate, yes. Yeah, baby, yeah, baby. And I, I also give I... him a big hug before he goes. Oh, <laughs> I hug you back. Yay! <laughs> Funny if you didn't. <laughs> oh. I don't hug him, but I do tap his shoulder and say, Stay safe, Mary, mate. Always. Always. Please. Flimblop goes, well, I, I, I don't understand what's going on, but... And you can tell tongues has just worn off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need that spell slot, mate, so uh, good luck. Uh... <laughs> oh, um, I just want to give you some food before you go, because you can just take it with you. <laughs> okay. Because then you have, you know, some extra stuff with you. I'll give you a steak, which will give which will give you a lot of strength for a minute if you need. I will give you broiled scorpion. <laughs> you write this down. Oh, <laughs> Pan fried skewer and one more thing. What will that one more thing be? And salmon teriyaki. And Ooh. these things can give you speed and strength. Oh, and crocodile and AC. And so many good things. Thank you. I'll be I'll be sure to enjoy these these meals. Okay. I then uh, activate the transporter and transport myself as close to my corpse as possible. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm I'm gonna get you to roll something just to you know, so that we can have a little bit of luck and fun with it, just in case. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, I'm looking at through the item uh, through the skills and i'm not entirely sure what you should be rolling uh performance or investigation surely yeah <laughs> you're such a fucking dirtbag <laughs> <laughs> well no looking at them like those two yeah charlie why did you why did you say actually, those you know is what? it because it actually fits in or is it cuz you're good at them <laughs> you know what Fuck it, i get think it. i might make it a sleight of hand check and yeah, swiping yourself out of this place and into the other. I'm alright with that. Yeah, go ahead and roll. I got a 24. Oh, damn. Get it. You take the teleporter and you place it up against yourself and you've got all the settings correct and right before you click the button, you just have that one moment where from behind you, you hear Mary's voice say your name again. Mary, I miss you. Oh, Help me. No. <laughs> And for a split second, you you think, oh god, I hope this actually is a teleporter. And you hit oh the button. 
rather than jumping straight over there and revealing what's happening to Charlie, as much as he wants to go and check out what's happening over on the Atlas and the scary bird of prey ship because both of you two have had a little glimpse, I reckon instead we're going to spend some time in the moment right after. <laughs> There's a flash! Uh... And Merry December disappears. Savior of the universe? I really hope that was actually a teleport because if it wasn't, it'd be very awkward. I, I think it was. I knew in my heart that it was. Yeah. God, rough for him, though. Losing his sister and going through all of that and now, you know, having to deal with his own mortality on top of that. Rough. <laughs> yeah. Such a doozy. Now he has to face it all by himself. Yeah, I wish I wish we could be there for him. Mm. Charlie, can you take your headphones off? Okay. Chef, i got to tell you something um, now that we're alone because the guilt's been weighing on me. Do, do, do you want Quasar and Flimborlorp there, or do you want to kind of... I mean, I would pull I would pull Chef to, like, the side and sort nice. of whisper it. Cause, but, I, you know, I, we can't go to a different room. It's a tiny ship. Yeah. We'll say Flimborlorp is sitting there uh, Flimborlorp can't of... speak. <laughs> yeah, Flimborlorp can't understand you or speak to you. So we'll just say he's enjoying one of Chef Han's little uh, rations that they have there. And as for Quesla, they're kind of, you know scribbling away in one of their scientific journals just watching out the windows updating the star maps as as necessary but he's very like sullen and upset about the fact he's no longer in charge of this uh i had a dream when i met tara i talked to i saw this the vision of mary dead and i didn't want to share anything because i was worried that maybe it was my fault because in my past as you know i wasn't the best guy and one of the things that I did, to be honest, the memory's a little fuzzy, so I don't really know a lot of the specifics, but one of the things that I did that, and the reason why I ended up stopping this life of crime was because I, I was an expert in poisons and I poisoned Mary December, the sister Mary December. And I did it because I knew that we could get a quick buck out of it and no one would find out. And I, I don't know why I, I don't know how I could have let myself do that to a friend, but I did it. And now I, I look at Mary and I feel like it's all my fault, but I can't tell him. So I just have to help him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously no, I have no parallels in my life or anything like this. I know it's awful. I, um, I, I asked Tara for help here as well. I've put a, if Mary goes unconscious, then he'll wake up. I don't know what the cost will be for that. I haven't found that bit out yet, but at least once he won't, you know, he'll get woken up without him ever worrying about dying. But I need to atone for what I've done. And I'm just glad I got to get it off my chest a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm just shocked. I give him a big hug. It's a spicy and secret. Spriggs starts to just like ball, like un unrelenting crying, because he hasn't he hasn't shared his guilt with anyone. He's just like been carrying it for so long, and he's just glad that Chef doesn't hate him because he knows what he did is wrong. He just is trying to make up for it, and yeah, he just he just cries. Yeah. We can cut back to Charlie now. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Beautiful moment. And obviously, 
<laughs> Listeners at home, Tom obviously has decided this backstory and he's talked to me about it. And Lucy's been filled in now. Charlie has no idea whatsoever that that's part of the story. So listening to him discover this will be fun. Hey guys, this podcast fucking rules. (laughs) I take back back everything, this rules. (laughs) I feel like I've left Charlie out of a lot of secrets this episode for no particular reason. But I guess we should bring him back in. I feel like you're going to have a fair bit of moment without us. Should we be listening to what you guys are doing? No. You know what? Headphones off. Easy. Now, obviously, you press the button of the teleporter, and flash! Ah. (laughs) And I'm going to get you to roll, straight away, perception. Okay. But I'm not going to let you use your goggle edition, because it's blinding white light, and you're trying to regain your senses. Okay, so then with that, I got an 11. Nice. For a moment, you really struggle to see. You can see, like, blurry shapes around you but nothing's really kind of coming into focus yet. But quickly, your eyesight does darken and dim. And do you have dark vision? Because you're in a dark space. I do not have dark vision. Holy shit, what? <laughs> yeah, it was when when you gave me the choice of the magic item, there were two goggles I was looking at. One of them granted me um, dark vision, and one of them granted me advantage on perception. And I mean, I advantage t- on perception is always going to be more helpful. Let's face yeah. it. Exactly. Um, there are some invocations I can take that give me dark vision, but I don't have them yet. Hmm. Well, you find yourself in the dark, and like you, you can tell there's a wall right behind you and to the left of you, and you haven't felt around yet, but you feel like you're in a pretty small space. Hmm. Because I can't take the invocation I was going to, mm-hmm. there, there was another invocation I was looking at that will help me here. If, if you'll allow it. Yeah, go on, tell me. It's called Ghostly Gaze, and as an action, you gain the ability to see through solid objects to a range of 30 feet. Within that range, you have dark vision. If you don't already have it, this special sight lasts for one minute or until your concentration ends. During that time, you perceive objects as ghostly, transparent images. I mean, yeah, absolutely you can. Sweet. I'll do that then. I'll activate yeah. that ability so I can see through the solid walls and within 30 feet I do now have dark vision. So the darkness sort of recedes and I see all these ghostly visages. Well, as you look behind you, you can see that outside of that wall is space. So you're right up against the walls of the ship. Mm-hmm. And to the side of you, you can see that there's just a empty room. You can see like, like bunks, like camp stretcher kind of beds that are in there for crew to sleep on and then as you turn to face the rest of the room which you hadn't been pressed up against the walls you can see that in front of you is a door and to your right is a wall and you seem to be in some sort of like utility closet or storage area and then as you look down at your feet there is the body of mary december yourself God. not your sister yeah weirdly though this mary december has hair hmm Okay. Fuck yeah. And through the wall, I believe you said you could see? Yeah. You can see the faint outlines of Spriggs Gently and Chef Hands having a conversation. Okay. New plan. With my Warlock Pact, or Warlock feature, I'm a Warlock of the Undead. I get a little expanded spell list, as every Mm -hmm. specific Warlock does. One of those is Speak with Undead. 
So I, I kneel before my own corpse. I, I look it in the eyes, and I cast Speak with Undead. Let me let me read it to you. Now, you are undead, correct? Like, you're an undead being, or...? Um, I am technically a human. I'm not undead. I just have, like, undead attributes. But with this spell, you grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range, allowing it to answer the questions you pose. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't be undead, but it is just... Uh, and they can only answer questions, or...? Um, until the spell ends, you can ask the corpse up to five questions. The corpse knows only what it knew in life, including the languages it knew. Answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer you a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or it recognizes you as an enemy. The spell doesn't return the creature's soul to its body, only its animating spirit. Thus, the corpse can't learn new information, doesn't comprehend anything that has happened since it died, and can't speculate about future events. Great. So, yeah, I kneel down, I place my orb on its forehead, and I say, Come back to me, brother. Now you get to do the voice. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> Yar? And he opens his eyes and, and Merry looks December. at you. Yar! Merry December. I have but limited time with ye, so I will keep this brief. Who killed ye? Shit, that's your first question. You're going straight in there. I want to know. Some coward. I was stabbed in the back. Repeatedly. Held down and stabbed. I saw not their face, but trust you me if I had. He just kind of trails off, seeming to lose their concentration. Yeah. What be your goal out here in space? Oh, if only I knew. It keeps changing. Turn off the lights, find the ones turning them on, cause destruction and mayhem, revenge, die. What be this warship here that's attacking ye? The Boobarge. Aye, <laughs> do ye trust Rucksack? He's the one who came up with this here plan. And if I didn't trust him, I wouldn't have died. And finally, I've been struggling to remember something recently. I'd like to know if ye know, what's the name, if you recall, of the man that betrayed our dear sister? Yar, well, Soledad is the one who we've been blaming, but they're not the one who ran the grift and poisoned our sister, are they? And then the corpse slumps back to the ground, its eyes rolling into its head, and making a loud thump as it hits the ground. Aye. There'd be more to this than I realized. And the corpse hits the floor with a loud thump. You spin around, Mary, and the utility closet door swings open. Standing there with weapons drawn, ready for combat, are Spriggs and Chef Hands. Roll for initiative. <laughs> to clarify, Troy, mm-hmm. what level am I? Uh, five. Okay. I got 22 on initiative. 12. 13. Now, Charlie, for about one minute, I'm going to ask you to just take off your headphones real quick, if that's okay. There we Goodbye, go. Charlie. Bye, Charlie. Spriggs and Chef, I want you guys to go for this, okay? I want you to, like, attack Charlie. I, I want you to do your damage as best as you can. Don't got to tell us twice, buddy. I am going to give you both initiative for this battle. Initiative? 
Yep. Uh, not initiative. Haha. <laughs> I'm going to give you both inspiration as you believe you are fighting for the best of reasons. Would I have my poison stuff on my weapon? Just if that is part of your character and everything you've been doing, then absolutely. Got, I got the poison effect, so why not? Yeah, go ahead. Let's rock and roll. Excellent. Oh. I approach Mary and I'm like, didn't we just kill you? And I'm going to go ahead and attack. And because it's only me and Mary within five feet, I'm going to get sneak attack on that too. And I'm oh, going to yeah. do, do a lot of damage, hopefully. I got a 22. Yeah, that hits. Hey. You would have thought, right? You'd think. <laughs> Roll the hit, tough shit. A 20 won't do. Hey, Tom, what page is action search? 72. Um, first, I'll just roll my sneak attack plus sword damage. 15 damage. And also roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. I got a 19. Okay, you pass. You do not take poison damage or become poisoned. That's going to be my turn. All right. I'm going to use my reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke. Ooh. I am. Cool. Cool. I point my finger back at sprigs at silt at sprigs be silt right now that's that's what yeah and i say not so easy to kill me and then the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames the creature must make a dexterity saving throw it takes at, because i'm casting at a higher level now it takes 3d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful damn oh what was it dick save I got a 15. Yeah. How much damage am I taking, Charlie? You take 12 fire damage. Easy peasy. I slurp down the skewer, just like stick down the throat, bring it out clean. Yuck. Is that a bonus That's action a bonus or an action? action? It's bonus a bonus action. action to eat. There's a couple that are one action, but that is just a bonus action. So that one gives me um, a d4 to, to damage. Um, and then I'm going to Eldritch Blast Tom. Okay. Silt. Sure. Sprigs. I'm going to do the, the thing where I get half damage. Uncanny dodge. Ooh. As a reaction, I can do that. Oh, I guess I, I won't do that until I find out if it hits. So hit me. Hit me. First one is a nat one. Second one is a 22. That hits. Yeah, I'll use my reaction to uncanny dodge. Go ahead. Hit me. Uh, before you do, I'm sorry. Was that a nat one, Charlie? <gasps> it was. Yeah. So I need you to D100, please. Fuck you. Yes. Oh my god, I what have... if this stops me from getting hit with the second one? I have my Wild Magic Surge Table variant up and running, and I'm ready to see what you get. Lose all your hair again. Gain all your hair back. Look like Bigfoot. 93. <laughs> it gives me three options, and all three of these are unusual. I don't know which one to give you. That one's stupid. That one's worse. Roll a d3. Give me the good one. <laughs> Give him the bad one. I'm going to roll a d6 and do 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. The next time you fall below zero hit points, within the next month, you automatically fail your first death saving throw. Gutting. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. The other options were gaining spider climb for one minute, and it doesn't require concentration, or for the next hour you appear to others to be the opposite gender. I would have taken either of those. I know, well, I'm sorry. That's not even, how the dice rolls. 
Well, he, since Charlie's undead, if he falls below zero hit points, he dies instantly anyways and goes directly to hell, so... <laughs> oh! Yeah. I don't Here I was go. thinking he'd get to banishing... Uh, be banished to the Shadow Realm. No, no, he gets sent to Christian hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie, is that the end of your turn? No, he gets to continue with his attack, I believe. I just need to take damage. Yeah, yeah that was, um... 16 damage. That halved already? No. Okay. My turn? Yeah. Okay, cool. I am gonna have a quick bite of food. I'm gonna have uh, Croc Madame, which uh, is will increase my AC. So that's good. <laughs> that's good. And I'm gonna pull my cast iron pan. And I guess I'm gonna go for it because I don't think I've got many other options. And yeah, thwack. Does a... <laughs> I'm gonna fucking doubt it. <laughs> I've got low AC. I'm a warlock, dude. Does a 13 hit? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Ali, did you just bust out the 2013 did? <laughs> what? The did? Did. <laughs> I got low. I got low AC. Did. <laughs> that is only five damage. Okay. So I rolled my favorite poorly. website only fives <laughs> you pay money um and they send you digital high fives <laughs> um so one of my weird little like abilities as a chef is because I, I got dexterous little hands i got dexterous little <laughs> hands and it means Need i it. can stow or pull two items in a turn so i'm also gonna pull for tom a fireball truffle and I'll give that to Spriggs. Okay. It's silt, buddy. Silt. Right. Different guy. What does a fireball truffle do, Lucy? A little spicy ball of chocolate. Da, 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 da. Once consumed, your body <laughs> begins to radiate intense heat in a five-foot radius around you. For the duration, any creature that ends its turn within the creature within the area must make a con save. And then taking 1d4 plus my wiz mod, which is three fire damage on a failed save or half on a successful. But because I'm level five, it's 2d4. Damn. Yep. Now, All right. obviously, Mary is already in that five. I can't. I haven't oh. eaten it yet. Ah, oh, okay, cool. And he needs to end his turn there, correct? Yeah. Cool. Can I ask a question, Lucy? Yes. Can you just pull these these recipes out of nowhere, or do you have to have like have them prepared before? I have them prepared. Okay. Sweet. But that would be way more fun. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. Can I ask you a question, Lucy? Do you hate me? <laughs> A little bit, but that's, like, unrelated. Chef Hands throws this fiery truffle over to Spriggs. Sorry, Silt. And as they do so, there is an explosion somewhere in the back of the ship. You all manage to glance back oh, and see the panicked face of Rucksack running away from the battle. The battle continues. Got to choose to ignore that one. Um, I will eat my fireball truffle for a bonus action. And I'm going to hit Mary. Uh, would you be within five feet of me, Lucy? Are we flanking Charlie right now? Yes. Cool. Flanking. <laughs> Chuck. Yo. Does a 22 hit. Uh, hmm. Yes. Cool beans. Once again, not great rolls. Uh, I got a 13 damage. 13? Yep. Sweet. And that's my turn. I am going to Hellish Rebuke again uh, for my last spell slot. 
Dexterity saving throw, please. Sixteen? Nope. Tom, um, Silt, around you again erupts in flames, and you take fourteen fire damage. I am on one HP. Oh, shit. What um, Mary would see would be Silt, like, keeling over, sort of, like, panting. Clearly, like, laboured, you know? Very close to dead. But, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully not thinking, I'm gonna kill. Is that your turn, Charlie? Yeah, this changes my plan a little bit. Hold on. It's not, no, it's that's not, not my Charlie's turn. That was my reaction. Oh. This changes things slightly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to transform into my form of dread as a bonus action. So, firstly, I'm going to gain temporary HP. Nice. That is 12 more temporary HP. Once per turns, when I hit a creature with an attack, you can force it to make wisdom saving throw. And if the saving throw fails, the target is frightened of you until the end of your turn. Perfect. So, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I transform before your eyes into a skeletal rotting figure, and I blast out two Eldritch Blasts, one at Silt and one at Chef. Silt, that's a uh, 22 to hit. Go fuck yourself. No, go fuck (laughs) yourself, for real. Why didn't you hit me with the one that misses? (laughs) And that is 10 damage. I'm down. I'll make my death save just real quick. Oh, yeah. I got a 13, that's a pass. Nice. nice. Chef, that is a 19. Ooh, hits. I'm also going to use my bonus damage on this one. <sighs> and a wisdom saving throw, please. That is one of my best, at least. I mean, you really would have had to been going for it for the wisdom saving throw. 25? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, you're not frightened of me, but you get 16 damage. Okay. Now, I've got a question. Tom ate his fiery truffle, but he's down. Does that still affect Mary, who's within five feet, or not? That's a great question. Um, I'll, I'll make it easy. I step away from Tom. <laughs> okay. Opportunity attack. Opportunity attack. Opportunity attack. Opportunity attack. I'm stepping away from Silt in a way that I'm still within five feet of Chef. God, you're so metagamey. Because <laughs> you, you were just like, you just genuinely between the two recordings. Charlie was like, I'm not going to say how much health I have because I don't want Lucy and Charlie to be all fucking metagamey. And now he's like, and I step in so- that special way where Lucy can't do what she wants to do and Tom can't do what he wants to do either and I'm being really careful about it. It's just funny. <laughs> it is, is metagamey, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to eat a pan-fried skewer, which will let me do extra damage and shit. Ooh, nice. Where does P live in the alphabet? There. It's a D4. I'm using it too. Yeah. I thought that was the answer to where P lives in the alphabet. D4. (laughs) And then I'm going to try hit you with my pan. From pan-fried to pan-dyed. And I'm going to use my inspiration to do better. Nice. Uh, That is a... 15. 15 hits. 7 damage plus 4 damage. 11 damage. And as you hit, you feel the voice of terror inside your head telling you you're doing the right thing, Chef. (laughs) Ooh! (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) And is that the end of your turn? 
part of my brain wants to like try say something to him and try like reason with him but also it feels futile so i don't (laughs) behind you the explosions sound like they're getting closer you can actually see that there's fire and it is becoming harder for you guys to battle take it away mary do you want me to make a death save Ah, of course I got an 18. Nice. nice. Might be up next turn. Well, I'll, I might be stable next turn. But I wouldn't exciting. be up. So, I don't really know why I'm doing this. It's kind of a futile exercise. But, you know, what if I roll a net 20? What if? You're holding that uh, cast iron pan, correct? Yep. Perfect. I cast heat metal. Are you doing the same thing you did to my fucking horse? <laughs> Uh, didn't you say that your last spell slot was spent with Hellish Rebuke? My last Warlock spell slot, not my last Bard spell slot. Can I ask a question about this? Yeah. Hot, correct? Yeah. I am (gasps) resistant to to fire. Yeah, but you're not immune. But I am resistant, and that's good. Alright, you choose a manufactured metal object such as metal weapon or a suit of heavy blah 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 that you can see within range. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast the spell. Until the spell ends, you can use your bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. If the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can doesn't drop the object it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn okay. so you immediately take 2d8 fire damage um halved Half? after yeah. i roll it am i still getting the d4 is um, that spent Can i don't know read if, that real quick i don't know if that counts because i don't think it's an attack okay so it's it's nine um halved to four i guess cool and i gotta do a con save don't i it's crazy how you don't have, if you're holding the object, you don't get a chance to roll, like, a save beforehand to see whether yeah. or not you drop it as, it's like, a, notice it, like a dick, dick save or something. It's a yeah. crack spell. Yeah, it's great. Con save, 16. Nope. You drop it. That's a hassle. Oh, well. Is that your turn? No. Uh, I'm going to do something else. Uh, use Bardic Inspiration to give me a die of Bardic Inspiration. I inspire myself. I'm like, this fight ain't shit. I can do this. And now it is my turn. Can I try... I want to have a look at the explosions that are coming our way. Uh, yeah, you can see that the back of the ship is missing. And that there are flames and a large open gaping hole. And Rucksack is standing right next to it. Like, panicked. Like, he is worried. And there is an, a very large ship, which you guys would know is that massive... Uh, what did I call it? The Booba Barge, as or Boobarge, is right there, and there are people shooting at your ship that you're in. Thanks. Also, sorry, just correct me if I'm wrong, Charlie, um, but I'm just going to read a quick verse from the Bardic Inspiration move. Okay. You use a bonus action on your turn to choose one creature other than yourself within 60 feet who can hear you. So, I don't think you can Bardic Inspire yourself. Hmm. You're right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And Lucy, you reckon if you guys aren't finished with this combat after, like, another full round, then there's probably going to start being some explosions getting towards you guys. Okay. Um, can I just quickly do something else with my bonus action, then? Is that cool? Sure. 
at third level, you reach out to spirits who tell tales through you while you're holding your spiritual focus. You can use a bonus action to expend one use of your bardic inspo and roll in the spirit tables. Um, I can't use the effect yet. I have to use it as an action, but I can hold it in my mind. So I'm going to do that. Mm. I'm going to use my breath weapon. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. That a con save for me? Oh, sorry. Pan- just really quickly, Panfight Skewer, I was wrong. I do take the damage from that, even though it was an attack. Oh. Roll that damage, I'll add it to my thing. Four more damage. Okay. You're going to make a dex save? You don't sound sure. Yeah, because I'm really having a hard time reading this. Use your breath weapon. Each creature in the area must make a saving throw. Oh, type is determined by who I am as a person. <laughs> dex save! <laughs> I got an 11. Does not pass. You take 10 damage. 10! Yeah. 10s, 10s, 10s across the board. And I think my thinking at this point is, like, can I get away? In a way? So I, is, there wouldn't be any kind of, like, emergency escape boat or whatever. <laughs> or escape pod or anything. Because those explosions are coming in thick and fast. And I don't oh, want to... Yeah. I don't want to pop. <laughs> Would there be anything like that on the ship tray? Ooh, that's such a good question. I'll get you to roll either history or uh, investigation, I suppose. Okay. That is... 13. Yeah, no, there's nothing like that on board. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Is the pan still red hot now that it's over, Charlie? Yeah, it's still gone. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll pull out my knives just so I have something. I can't do anything to attack on this turn because I've already used my action. But I want to have my knives out so I can, you know, stab if needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's I my just... turn. Um, I got an 11, so I'm stable. But I'm not nice. conscious. So, you know. Not dead. You're not dead. I'm going to I'm gonna chomp down that croc, madam. How much... <laughs> Lady Alligator. How much more AC do I get? Oh, the Wizmod, it'll be um, equal to Chef of the Past. So it's plus four, and the max is 17. Okay. Well, I'm at 17 now. And then I am going to Eldritch Blast Chef twice. Pew, pew. That fire? No. Okay. Necrotic. Or one of them is force, one of them is necrotic. First one is 12. Does not hit. Second one is uh, 21. Does hit. 18. 18 damage. Yeah. I've got Agonizing Blast. I've got my bonus damage from Form of Dread. i got a skewer in me. And Chef Hands collapses to his knees. (laughs) We put up a decent fight. Can I ask how much health you were left on? 46. How much fucking health did you start with? I gave you a lot of damage. I started with 79 plus... 11 temp HP, and then after that temp HP went down, I went into my form of dread and got 12 temp HP again. I have I had 33 health. <laughs> so, you, so you had in total 102 health. Yeah. I had in total, including the bonus health I got from my food, 34. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I was actually scared. You shouldn't have <laughs> been. You, you knew I we sh- were level 5. <laughs> Five levels is such a big gap. That's half a... That's your, <laughs> at least double our health. 
on average, and fucking uh, way better abilities. And you can hit yeah. both of us at the same time. <laughs> Fuck and, and you. That, that was the end of your turn, right, Charlie? Yeah. So, Chef, do you want to do a death save? Um, the one from first being put down, I pass. And then the one the from my turn, I also pass. Two passes. Nice. Nice. And that's when the four of you, Rucksack, Mary, Chef, and Spriggs, are all sucked out of the ship as the explosions... Move closer. We all die. <laughs> Charlie and I made the same joke. <laughs> it was all futile. Every single one of us is dead. Charlie has to make a new character or play as the alien. <laughs> I'm not going to die. I, I don't need to breathe. And we're going to cut back to Chef and Mary with Flimblorp and Quesla Malloy on the other ship. Oh, I can't, I can't believe Spriggs has been cut out of a podcast. Do you mean Chef and Spriggs, Troy? I do, I do, I do. Chef and Spriggs, Flimblorp, and Quesla Malloy aboard the ship. I'm standing... I, I try to look for, like, a telescope of binoculars or something, and I'm standing at that window where we could see, like, the big ship. And yeah. I'm just watching to see if I can, like, spot anything that's happening, even though I can't do anything. I'll get you guys... You can do per, uh, perception, you can do investigation. You're watching. Uh, I probably am not watching right now, because I want to be talking to Quesla, so I'll just wait my turn. Uh, 21. 21 oh, yeah. for watching. So you saw that boobage sidling up next to the Atlas. You saw them open fire. You saw explosions. And then you see the ship crumbling apart. And you see three bodies sucked out and taken aboard the boobage. Sorry, four bodies. Forgot about little old rucksack. <laughs> All get sucked out of the ship and sucked into the boobage. Were we, like, stationary, or were we still moving away? You were still moving, yeah. Okay. Did we change our course to move towards them? No. We, we said that... Cause, but I, th- that's what I was going to talk to Quizler about. Okay. I mean, it's also been maybe four minutes since he left. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, trying to, like, hold back tears, because there's just nothing I can really do. And I don't want, like... I don't want my friend to die... And I don't know what's, like, happening. And, like, I mean, it's violent the, and explodey and I'm concerned. In the past ten minutes for you, Chef, I imagine... Well, in the past, like, twenty minutes, you've had that little dream sequence where you saw them killing your friend and hiding them in a closet, and then you watched as Spriggs disappeared from on your ship, and now you've watched bodies Sorry. fly out of an exploding ship. Like, this is not going how you thought it would today. Troy, can you Mar- stop getting Mary. me and Charlie mixed up? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You're gonna say Spriggs, Spriggs, Spriggs dies, and I'm gonna be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what What I want to do is, I'm guessing, I'm I'm talking to Quizler, and I'm like, how many charges were on that teleporter? The the, the one he took with him. Yes, uh, no, the fucking one that's in space. Uh, ju- ju- just the one. It needs to be recharged with a short rest. Okay. We need to turn the ship around then and go get him, because fucking reckless move from Mary, mate. Um, oh, oh right. Y- y- yes, yes. Turn the ship around. We're going to go back and get Mary. Excellent. Uh, full speed ahead. I will try and get us closer to the big, giant, explody ship. And uh, y- yes, of course, this seems like a brilliant plan. <laughs> I don't need your fucking sarcasm, <laughs> mate, all right? You're lucky oh. you're not dead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, any launches the ship forward you all lurch as it 
begins to zoom off towards the exploding ship and the larger ship. Um, I go to Chef and I'm like, I'm guessing, Chef, you would have told me that you saw the bodies being put on the boobarge. Yeah, yeah, I pass over. Whatever whatever a boobarge is. Alright, so we're tracking that ship then. That's who we're following. How fast can this go, Quesitor? Oh, uh, we're going at maximum speed at the moment. We should be there in about, oh, I could probably get us there in about 20, 30 minutes. 20 or 30 minutes, we wouldn't have that long, mate. Um, you got light speed on this thing? Well, I mean, that's why faster than previously predicted of, like, a day's journey. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I lo- I'm loving the, the space the space consistency. He, he's he's popping he's as burning much. all his fuel. Yeah, extra of- fuel. Uh, but any- also, the other ship was hitting the boobarge, yeah. hitting towards not, us yeah. really fast. That's what's happening, for sure. I, I, did, I didn't want to say it. You see, Mary December's real heavy, so without the extra weight <laughs> of his ego, you guys are just zipping. <laughs> I've got dense Saving bones. Mary's got to be our top priority right now. I'm sorry, Flimblort. <laughs> uh, wish I could tell you what's going on. Uh, the alien looks up at you, confused and, like, hopeful that they're, that you're all speeding off towards his home planet, but he is quickly realising that you're going in a different direction than the one you guys have all agreed on with the star charts. Yeah. I'm going to prepare... I'm, because I'm expecting to have to fight, I'm going to start to slather my uh, rapier in poison. Nice, that's nice. Sort of like giving Chef a little nod. Hmm. To also probably... You know, such a, such a, to suggest to also do similar things and prepare. I don't really have much to prepare. Um... Season the pan. I guess I'm just kind of watching to see if I learn anything new. And at some point, like, with the telepathy we still have between us, I would say, to Spriggs. It's kind of crazy how we kind of went from, like, being strangers and, I mean, you and Mary's, you know, past, to us trying to fly across space to save them. That's what life's like, isn't it? You, um, things, things change quickly and people change and, and we just have to make sure that, uh, Mary's status in life doesn't change from A to D, you know what I'm saying? Vaguely. <laughs> Alive to dead, yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what an insane way to put it. I, the yeah, murderer I was... being like, ah, I'm gonna A to D you right now. I was gonna say, I was gonna say aloud, by the way. This should be one of those, this should be a time where we uh, guess like Lucy into thinking that that's a normal phrase. Um, but <laughs> no more gaslighting Lucy it's not fun for me Meh. yes Charlie that's for Troy oh check my phone right got it Charlie why did you just message me a picture of your weenie do you like it do you like the angle yeah <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's it's really like sharp wait yeah I did, I did top down I mean the, the bend I mean I thought you meant the angle of your wang the wangle <laughs> my, my my wangle. Uh, we're working on that, medically speaking. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been. I saw the. I see the dick camera next to your table. <laughs> anyway, so this just how we, you know, miss our friend and hope he survives. What were we saying? Sorry, just before we go, I need to ask you guys a question. Um, this is for the boys in the house. <laughs> Do you guys find being fully naked for a like? Like if you let's say you're let's say you're home alone, Charlie, you can imagine this hypothetical really easily. Let's say you're home alone and you know you you know no one's gonna be at your house, right? Would you hang out naked? I do. You do. Okay. Yes. I find it so weird because I think it would be so 
awkward sitting there with Wang out. You know? Do you know? I I I like, go undies only, but not fully naked. I spend like maybe a quarter to a third of my time naked at this place. Hmm. Okay. A lot of the time when we talk to each other, you're fully naked. Yeah. How'd you know? Uh, I'm Cameras. Just <laughs> never I mean, we're just guessing. I mean, we're just guessing, and we don't know. We're just guessing. Yeah. That Lucy was there. <laughs> yeah, staying with you was really rough because you were like, "Now nah, I got this thirty percent rule." <laughs> Charlie, is it daily or weekly? The thirty percent or monthly? It's thirty like percent, Tom. Thirty percent. Yeah, in total. I'm saying thirty percent of a day, a month, a week, a year. It's a very different amount of time. No, it's not. It's no, always 30% it's same, of the time. No, of because if you need to... F- no, shut the fuck up. If you need to fit in 30% of a day, every day, you need to be naked for 30% of the day, that's going to look 30. a little different than if you have to be 30% of a month because you could choose to fucking spread it out over over fucking different periods of time. You could well, skip a week and then 30. be naked for more time, motherfuckers. I'm not saying the same 30... St- it would be the same, it would be the same amount, amount of time, time but it's not the exact same times, is what I'm saying, right? He's, okay? He said 30% of his time at home. Yeah. So, but I mean... You guys, you guys are not fucking understanding my point. It's really breaking my brain. I Let's understand say, your point, you're, you're, you're just saying wrong. That I, there's, there's possibilities where that 30% would be more time no, 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 no. If, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not way, what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, if it's over a month, you have to achieve that 30% over the course of a month or a year, right? Then you could afford three days of no nudity with Lucy there. But if it's every day, you would have to be naked for 30% of every day. So you'd have to be naked while Lucy is there. Do you understand what I'm saying? You could fill in the time later <laughs> if it's a month. Do you get it? Can I just say, can I just say, it's so funny. Tom so angrily going, you have to be naked when Lucy is there. <laughs> like, it's just an absurd situation. But do Tom, you understand what I'm saying, Charlie? 30% of my home time. No, I know. <laughs> what I'm saying is, did you need to be, do you have to be naked 30% of every day or... <laughs> Actually, on Please. the last day of Charlie's lease, he, Charlie's going to be like, I'm, I've only actually done 28% of my nudity. I'm going to stick around for another 2% if that's okay. Otherwise, my landlord say, takes the bond yeah. back. Yeah, you don't get the bond if you, if you miss that 30%. That's why Charlie has to be naked 30% of the time. The landlord's got cameras. Guys, I was yelling so much in that part. It's really... <laughs> I got really, really, really worked up. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> well, it's because you it's cause you were so wrong, but we're acting like I was an idiot. And so it made me really <laughs> Can I angry. Say, Tom, I, I entirely, I entirely understand your point. Yeah. You're still an idiot. <laughs> Tom's standing there raging and naked. I was just trying to figure out if Charlie yeah, could fucking delay, delay some nudity, okay? Jeez. Tom, if you if you listen back to it after when you're editing this, you'll see the way you worded it. <laughs> you argued at first that it would be more time spent naked. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I know, we're not, I know. We're not fucking. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not doing this again. Troy, what's happening in the game? So you you guys have done everything you need to do. You've discussed uh, preparing yourselves for battle, and you're zooming off towards the boobage. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you do you have any idea what that ship could be? Chef, I know as much as you do, but it looks like a barge. 
perhaps boob shaped or boobarge? Boo like scary or boo like titties? Uh, boo like or boobarge? Like a booba. Like a booba. That's yeah. a, that doesn't help. Like a tit? Oh, like Google it. B O O B A H. Ew. Oh, okay. That's disgusting. Okay. That thing um, fucking sucks. But also, it looks like a bird of prey. Well, hey, guys. Brad Zimmerman of Fate of Eyes and Fame, D12 Go creator and guest of Season Quest Anthology Big Battle, he asked us to include one. Wait, sorry, like... Troy. Can you clarify something for me? I thought the Boobarge was some a new ship. This is the ship that was docked that the little that guy the was, docked was docked onto? against too. Yep. Okay, cool. Sweet as. It looks like if if it were like Grimace from McDonald's, this oh, yeah. is like his species, but it's like the adolescent version. Can and I the be sh- honest? I was so confused by what they were that I assumed I misspelled it, and I thought you guys have been talking about something different until Charlie said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the ship kind of looks like that, but with like large metal wings, like a bird of prey, like they're sharp, angular wings. Troy, can you describe what the boobar is? Look, a boobar is a mascot for a British children's exercise show. Think like Teletubbies kind of vibe, but they're, um, you know, a lot... uh, They look so gross. Their heads look like little knobs poking out of a foreskin. Is that good enough words for you, Lucy? But it also looks like a giant meatball ball sack kind of thing that's colourful. They're awful. Describe their colour. Describe their um, texture as well. Yeah, I'd say they're like big fluffy bodies... They're kind of like neck. They don't have mouths. Their neck is more like a turtleneck kind of like shape. Like a turtle coming in and out of its shell. They're clearly people in really big, fat, bouncy kind of jolly costumes. Uh, They encourage children to move, dance, and create stories while exploring science, technology, and fantasy. Which, I mean, all of those things sound pretty Season Quest Cosmos to me. Neat. Yeah, it just looks like a like a pirate ship or something to me, maybe. I don't know. It's like violently shaped. Clearly violently minded too. Mm. I don't know. I would hazard a guess that they're probably not friendly, but who knows, maybe uh maybe the Atlas started it. I just I hope we get a chance to save him before it's too late, you know? Yeah. And also, according to my vision, I mean I must make an assumption here, but I think they'd already captured us. You know. Yeah. Like the us that from before maybe we got away or something yeah i think we escaped and maybe what happened was maybe mary died then who knows i don't know what happened to her maybe maybe you know maybe we didn't kill it and as you begin talking about this you realize that there's some inaccuracies in this whole story that you've been following you begin realizing hang on if that was us back in time then mary died but if Mary died, then how is Mary with you now? But that can't be right. And you've just seen you all blow yourselves, well, be blown out of a ship. But of course none of you remember that. There's some unusual goings on. True, true, true. We've spent this entire time thinking that the three of us that were out there were us from the past, right? Oh, that's been my general assumption. I just kind of, I mean, Terra told us that there'd be others like us or others that were us out there i assumed time shenanigans black holes and that what if they're not us what if they're clones or what if they're i don't know people pretending to be us or they have i don't know i don't think it's us this might sound a little crazy what if they're 
constructed versions of ourselves from the memories that Terra's taken. I don't. Well. What if that's what we, what's what, what if that's what we are like a dream almost you know, taken from memories and such. She took one memory from us this time, and maybe a couple more the other time. But like, I don't see how we could be missing like giant chunks of our lives or anything. Well, think about it this way. Do you remember your fifth birthday? You do not. No. You don't remember what you don't remember, right? Like, you can't remember what you've forgotten. So, we don't know how much is gone, because we don't remember it. Troy, I'm going to start, like, searching back through my memories of, like... I know I spend my time, like, on the coastline cooking. That's what I did before I came here. Yeah, and you remember doing that. What was I doing before it? You struggle to remember. You remember that there was some sort of inciting incident that led you to becoming a chef and working in these coastline restaurants and traveling and never settling down in one place. But now that you try and think of it, you don't remember. You you get almost flashes. Like you remember a bit of someone's face, someone holding your arm, a kiss on the cheek. You remember some like little moments, but as you try and focus on them, none of the details are very clear and they quickly slip out of your grasp. This is going to make me sad. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie, all good if you don't remember, but do you remember what name we gave uh, your sister's husband? I feel like it was Brendan or Brandon. Brendan. It was Soledad. It was Soledad. That's right. Uh, Soledad, a.k.a. Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) I... This sucks. I kind of start telling Spriggs that I'm like, I don't I, th- I think you might be right or like that's the closest we've been to right because I don't remember anything and I can only remember like living on the coastline and like working and that's it and I don't remember anything else it's, no matter how hard I try it feels like trying's making it worse kind of thinking like but I, is it, I don't know. is it a blessing or a curse to be able to forget things you know lot of memories that would like to be forgotten and of course Spriggs that's when you start to realize how sad and miserable a lot of your memories are I don't uh, think that's uh, when he first started to realize it I think it's no. when he, it's a, he realized that a long time ago that's true that was your character <laughs> introduction but like talking about it with Chef you're kind of like I guess it's almost like not bitterness but like that why are these the memories I've been left with because you're saying the things about blessing or a curse, and you truly do feel cursed by your memories. Yeah, I get pretty aggressive with rubbing the poison onto my uh, onto my sword, and like get pretty close to cutting my hand from the aggression. And then I just kind of realize I'm like, whoops, shit. I mean, we don't know what what memories got taken from us, so maybe we can get well, them back. Yeah, I reckon. We save Mary, we save Flimblorb, <laughs> and then we save ourselves. Sounds good. I, yeah, we have to save Mary. I, it's, it was lonely before I found you guys, you know? Oh, I can relate, yeah. I have no idea yeah. what's going to be on that ship, but I think we'll hopefully be fine. Maybe, hopefully, maybe, hopefully. Could be a clue to our past, innit? Never know. One thing that I do, Troy, is I'm running my tongue over my chipped tooth. And I don't, I don't remember how I chipped that tooth. Something oh. you think you wouldn't forget. Yeah. I'm just kind of backstanding, staring like at the window, and I try 
reach out with my telepathy, although I know it's only for 60 feet. And I try mm. to reach out to see if I can find Mary December way too far away to stand a chance. Yeah. But with the like small tendrils I can uh, reach out with, I just say, we're going to come get you. Yo. And I imagine that's our side done? Yeah, that's your side done. Sounds good. We'll be there in 20 to 30, 20 to 30 minutes, Charlie. <laughs> Over on the boo barge, things are maybe kind of, maybe almost kind of helpfully, hopefully nice and not bad, as Lucy was somewhat saying. Mary, in that moment you were sucked out from the ship mm. and found yourself hurtling through space for a moment before mm. entering the boo barge, you could see the lifeless body of Chef Hands and the stable but still struggling body of Spriggs gently flying beside you, as well as the silently screaming rucksack. Or this be a sad sight. If it weren't by my own hands, I would be even sadder. <laughs> just really quick, um, I would be stable as well. I just rolled death saves until I either died or stabilised, and I stabilised. Nice. I return back to my regular form from my form of skeletal dread and uh, as you're I, hurtling through space or yeah nice yeah i'm spinning like i'm in fucking um tom movie no gravity oh interstellar interstellar and as you do that you have a magical girl detransformation sequence where you return <laughs> to your normal body and hurtle yeah. straight into the boo barge where you're flung down onto the ground, and Arr. there are large feet surrounding you and the other three bodies, all of whom are currently on the ground unconscious. I am terrified to ask this, but what do the feet look like? Oh, like large, colourful, fluffy little... Well, they're not little, but they're quite big, but um, like pointed, almost tentacly, but they're not flimsy, they're rigid. Think like uh, insect legs, I guess, but fluffy. Well, I'd be quite used to being captured on a ship, but aliens is a little bit above my experience. And you look up and you see an orange, a yellow, a pink, a blue, and a purple creature. And all five of them are boobars. <laughs> what be your demands, captors? Boobar. Mm, can't do that for ye. I'm a man. Their voices are cute. No. <laughs> Booba. Nope. And all of them pull out little knives, and they're all holding knives and looking down at you and your friends, and all point one of their knives at you at the same time. Booba. <laughs> it's still I... cute. <laughs> I start unbuttoning my shirt. <laughs> you like these? <laughs> Is that what you're after? The nearest booba takes a step forward and places its knife against your chest. Booba! And, like, with the knife kind of, like, indicates you should stand up. Oh, okay. I rise. Booba! And it, like, one of the other boobars steps forward, placing their knife to your back, encouraging mm. you to start walking forward. Booba! And I start walking forward. Looking back, you see the other three boobars are slowly dragging the bodies of Spriggs, Chef, and Rucksack into another room. While you are slowly led, slash, you're leading... No, there's a boobar in front of you as well, yeah. Yep. You're being led and followed 
down a series of long, similar looking corridors. Easy and quickly, you get lost. It's their ship. How did we get lost? No, no, you, like, you, you're lost in terms of, like, you wouldn't be able to be like, oh, yes, three lefts, two rights, I can, I can get back to where Troy? I was. Troy? Troy? Yes? I have the keen mind. You're such a little fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. You're it's such an unbelievable. asshole. Unbelievable. That's actually hilarious. I knew you would have keen mind. The moment the moment Troy said you, you get lost from and and you, I knew you were just going to sit there and be like, hmm, he doesn't know I took the keen mind feat. It's like he took my page of notes and went, you know what? Fuck this season. I I'm doing my own thing. What do you have to Sorry, say for Troy. yourself, Charlo? Variant <laughs> <laughs> human bitch. Great. Well, in in that case, yeah, you can actually remember that it is three lefts, a right, and <laughs> straight on till morning. Ah, oh, yeah, you you know exactly where you were from how far you've walked, but you realise you're being taken towards a large sliding door, the you biggest door. You could have blindfolded me. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't want to be know where it was you should have blindfolded me you should have thought ahead on that one that's on you honestly the worst hostage slash best hostage situation <laughs> if you're trying to confuse me it's not going to work you should have blindfolded me from the start <laughs> Booba! the sliding doors open and they push you inside in front of you is a large cloaked figure and although you don't recognize them because they're turned away from you Unless you have that special ability that allows you to look on the other <laughs> side of people who are turned away from you and recognise them immediately. I was going to say the hair on the back of your neck stands up, but um, I take that back. You're bald all over. Yeah. Goosebumps on your skin. Goosebumps. Are they booba shaped? No, they're not. Mm. In fact, you'd probably say they're humanoid. You can, yeah. you can say that. They're humanoid. <laughs> That's right. And they turn around. And you still don't recognize them. That's a man. Hey, ye be a man, like me. Human? Yep. You feel beads of sweat building Mm. on your brow. You feel a sense of dread. But you don't know why. Mm. Merry December. Welcome to the Boo Barge. It's a pleasure to have you on board. It's a pleasure to be here, you... I have waited many years to come face to face with you again. I. Ever since you and Silt decided to come and rob me of my most precious prize. I. Yes. Um, your prize. Well, if you want it back, you'll set me free. Oh, Mary, you silly, silly boy. You know you can't give me back my prize. And he leans in really close. She's dead. Thanks for listening to Season Quest Cosmos. I've been your DM, Troy. And make sure you check out Season Quest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the handle at SeasonQuestPod. We're also on the Split Television Productions YouTube channel, and we've even got some merch up on Redbubble. So why not check that out, leave us a review, tweet us, Facebook us, send us photos on Instagram, all of the things. See you next week. Bye!